Hey, welcome back to the High Heels and Teen Podcast. This podcast is the place for women to get that free game on womanhood. From entrepreneurship to relationships, we're having a good girl chat about it all. If you're wanting to work on the side of me, Crystal Lee, and Rihanna Hunt in 2021, then we welcome you to contact us to be a guest feature. All the details on how to do so are in the episode notes below for sure. Okay, y'all, for this episode, we're having a discussion with your neighborhood artist, Dion Moore, to discuss the art of entrepreneurship. I'm not sure many of us entrepreneurs consider ourselves artists too, but maybe that'll change after tuning in for this episode. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the High Heels and Tea Podcast. It's Crystal. This is Rianda. And today we're discussing the art of being an entrepreneur with the super talent Dion Moore. When an entrepreneur envisions their masterpiece, they're looking at nothing other than an opportunity. This is the same opportunity that a master painter sees This that when they prepare to draw, I'm sorry, and paint their masterpiece. A lot of entrepreneurs have never seen themselves as artists too, but today we're going to break down what does it mean to be an artist entrepreneur. With that being said, Dion Moore, she is well known as your neighborhood artist from sketch to painter. And the most amazing detail about her art is that she's self-taught. She did a few custom paintings for my family. One is hanging up right now in my office. I love referring her to others because she's super, super talented. Okay, so welcome Dion to the High Hills and Tea Podcast. Welcome. How you like that introduction? I love it. All right. <laughs> How are you doing today, girl? I'm awesome. How about you all? Doing good. Come doing away. good. You are our last interviewer for the day. So I'm super excited to be doing this. And I'm super excited that you were able to join in such a short notice. So thank you for having yes. me. Thank you for joining. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, so let's dive into it. How did you discover the how did you discover art as a passion? Uh, okay, so I typically tell the same story. So Please tell it. Was, it. I never heard uh, it. It was when I was twelve. So uh I got a birthday present from my mother and my parents. Mm-hmm. And it was uh one of those little wooden kits. Mm-hmm. So um it was Tweety Bird, that was my favorite character back then. Okay. And I painted it. It was from the dollar store, probably no more than ten dollars. And I painted it and I was like, Man, it was awesome. And then so she, I was like, You mind if I paint something else? And she was like, Go for it. So I just Use the additional paint to paint like a huge Tweety Bird on, on my wall. Really? And I was like, oh, I can draw. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, I ran with it. I never stopped. She let me tear up the walls. Wow. Um, do all different type of stuff. And I just kept going. I know your awesome. mama was like, what the? <laughs> Girl, draw this, draw that. Because my um, eight-year-old is like that. Like, she just started drawing stuff off of YouTube. I was like, hold on. Oh, shit, you can draw. And so me, you know, been doing this for 18 years as a parent, I instantly just went and brought her all these art supplies. And I put her on, like, YouTube. And that is, like, our little mommy-daughter time. We were both drawing stuff together. Because, as you know, I've mentioned to you numerous of times, I'm obsessed with art. Like, I love art. And so people that can draw, I just think they are, like, 
Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll be like, damn, I wish I could draw like that. I wish I could do what y'all doing, and I can't. So I just really admire it. And I put you guys, like, on another pedestal. Like, y'all are not normal. <laughs> I don't know why people say that so much. It's a, like, we used to be the same as y'all. Some of us worse than everybody else. You know, we're the same. We all the same somehow. Okay. So you were able to discover it just by playing around at such a young age. Um, at what point did you realize you can turn your passion into an income? Okay. So um, about 2016, mm -hmm. um, I guess people started noticing because I had stopped painting and drawing for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I guess people had started noticing that I picked up a pencil again. And uh, when I picked up the pencil, I, I drew this Malcolm X. I love my Malcolm X um, drawing. I won't sell it. Uh, but that brought me like back to life. Mm -hmm. And it looks so realistic and kind of better than the uh, photograph. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I guess I can't remember the girl name who actually asked me that I want to join in an art show. And I was like, yeah, I do art shows. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I guess so. And so I just drew a whole bunch of pictures and went to that first art show in 2016. And I was like, man, that was awesome. It was a different experience. Um, and so I just said, I'm going to figure something out to make this go yeah. just for me. And I think in 2017, I started taking custom orders because I saw a lot of people wanted to, you know, have themselves drawn and mm -hmm. things like that. And then I started picking the paint back up because I didn't even, I wasn't playing with the paint yet. Man, and I put picked the paint back up, and then I was like, okay, I guess, I guess I can do this. And uh, 2018, I went ahead and just um, started up the business. You know, you go through your name changes and things like that, but um, I got solid as far as the actual name in 2019, and ran with that one. Let's see, I got introduced to you by Gidget. Um, well, I think she's your cousin. My aunt. Your aunt. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I got introduced to you by her because she does paintings and stuff. And um, she actually did this painting right here at the sipping shop. Yeah. Or something. I, I told her. She I told me that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She was like, Yeah, I had I was so nervous and I called Dion and was just like, you know, can you help me? In so many words. And she did such a great job of uh, still she um brought that with her to work. One day in another one, she was just like, I thought, you know, you may want one since you really love. Or I was like, hell yeah, give it here. Um, but she, at first I was going to go through her and just check out her. Or, but when she showed me your profile in a picture that you drew um, originally, I think it was of a guy. And it may have been off an of actual portrait. I was like, damn. I was like, oh my God, I got a perfect idea, you know, and just so happy you had an art show coming up and I was able to kind of like see your work on the wall and all that just, man, I just been obsessed ever since. And <laughs> I randomly get an inbox with somebody like, who's that art girl? You got an art girl, you know, it was like, here she go. Like, I like preferring people to you because I know you do excellent work. Um, speaking of excellent work, I see you have these two dope pictures behind you. Can you talk to these? I know you just recently done them yeah i did them last week <laughs> <laughs> are there any difference they any difference in the painting of them or are they done the same way they're, they're both acrylic so only difference is size and the image but they're both acrylic painting so um most people know me i'm a movie scene uh movie fan just mm -hmm. all the way around mm -hmm. but i'm huge on like classic black movies mm -hmm. yes so um you might see me do a whole bunch of classic black movies just scenes from them that i felt like were memorable and either funny or just 
like a real, real scene. <laughs> and so I'll just like try to do them. Because they, they, I do them like that. He, him, I did him in four hours. So, so you, you only had the freaking picture on your phone. Yeah, I only use my phone. But so, how do you not <laughs> see yourself on some type of pedestal when you can look at a picture on a phone and create something like that? Like that is not normal. That's the same thing. So it's I don't feel like I, I'm no different or any better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a real humble. I I try not to say it, but I'm a humble individual. Mm -hmm. I really, and then I'm shy too. So yeah, I really you laid don't. Back <laughs> as hell. I really don't really. Uh, like see myself in some type of light mm -hmm. or anything like that. I just feel like, okay, this is I like doing this, y'all. This is fun to me, yeah, mm -hmm. and it helped pass time and keep my stress down. So mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't see no difference in like I'm not like the artist who can actually just see things and mm -hmm. just draw them in the air. Like mm -hmm. I have to see what I'm drawing, mm -hmm. so I'm not really that special, <laughs> girl. Let me tell you this: if I had your talent, I'd be walking around here with a cape on, like um. <laughs> I'm the superwoman. My cape would be like floating all the time. Like somebody got to put a fan behind me when I walk so my cape can fly. Like it is, you're very, very talented. And it's really dope that you're so humble. Um, you always been humble. Always just been able to connect and be transparent. And I know when people approach you, they probably approach you like on this real big groupy mode. Like, oh my God. You just be like, yeah, that's what you want. Okay, cool. Here go my prices. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I get the people they do approach me, but I'll be like, Yeah, I ain't nobody. <laughs> um, I'm just normal, just like anybody else. But I just be like, Oh, that's what's up, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I don't be having so many words, so I'm not like a big word person, right? So, right. stuff like that. But I don't know if people know that's the scene from um, Minister Society, mm -hmm. uh, and that is Kane, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, you can tell. You know exactly what it is and yeah, who so, it is. That's just one of the core scenes. You even got the hoops scenes. in his ears? Exactly. Uh -huh. His little hoop and rings and all that. So, yeah. That's, I did him because I'm a minister society fan. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I like any movie. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and then I did... Uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. That's acrylic paint mm -hmm. on canvas. It's only 16 by 20. So, it's a small one. Okay. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I think that if I was an artist... Um, in this fashion, like I'd be just so lazy. I wouldn't even put the hoop earrings in there. I just like I wouldn't even draw them in the corner. I just be like, I'm just right here. Yeah, he's just right here. That's Kane. Maybe that's why I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that, and I ain't meant to be that. Everybody's brain works differently. Yeah, I'm. I get a little lazy. I gotta think too, too long. I'd be like, man, I'm tired. This. I ain't putting the hoop earrings in his ear. Kane lining fresh. He's right on time. Got all this together. <laughs> gotta be a pay, pay attention to detail when you're painting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I do get lazy. So it's some <laughs> stuff that I just don't do where other people mm -hmm. would take their time and do it. And I, I think I get uh, hated on a lot for rushing. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just, I'm not patient. And I'm trying to learn patience, but mm -hmm. I don't have any patience. So um, I rush through a lot of the pain. So you'll see. A lot of details that are not there mm -hmm. that other artists probably will sit there and go mm -hmm. for like a year to paint exactly what's on the canvas. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that person. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want something quick, come to me. You just sure it took like one week. Like every day she sent me a picture updating me on the progress. And how big was that picture? Did you I do think I did 35, 40. That was a big ass picture. It was huge. I didn't even know. But I mean, that's by far because I didn't know. I didn't know. She don't know what 30 by 40 No, I was just like. <laughs> she was like, just give me that one. And I saw it. I was like, damn. 
<laughs> I was like, damn, this place big as hell. But it's just so dope. I was excited about that. Um, what has been the longest painting that you've ever done so far? Okay. I'm gonna I'm, I'm say what she is because they looking at the picture. Oh, go ahead, my phone, go ahead, girl. <laughs> no, you fine. Uh. So that's that's a scene from Harlem Nights. Yep. Um, I always do a scene from Harlem Nights because it's one of my uh, my father's favorite movies, mm-hmm. uh, along with another movie. But I do a whole bunch of scenes from there. You really so, captured that. Yeah, <laughs> it's very quick. You know the. Where yeah, he got knocked uh, out, he but got, he, you know, he pumped up and, and picked up a gun, so and shot her in the toe. <laughs> yeah, so that's and shot me in my toe. Everybody know that's the epic scene. I might do one with sugar uh, next time. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. You <laughs> yeah. even call a little bit of Eddie Murphy in there too. Mm-hmm, Man, funny. that's dope. So what size is that one? That one. I'm not gonna lie. Probably 24 by 30. Okay, six 30. Some way smaller than 30 by 60. Yeah, I think I got like the second largest one. I just didn't know what to expect because I was just like, (laughs) I want something big, but it was, it's huge. Yeah, most people do that. The most people get them 30 by 40. I'll be like, (laughs) I don't know if you want that. That's 16 by 20. I can get it done in a day or two. Yeah. And, um, it's you probably would be happier with the six, six months. You really would be. <laughs> so going back to the question, how long um has been your longest painting? Like how long did that take? Um, I would say um this guy he had to replicate like four people on a picture mm-hmm. and it just seemed like it was taking forever. So I think that one probably took me about four days mm-hmm. ahead a day. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> She's saying she just, it took too long. It took too long, four days? I thought thought you was going to say some weeks or something. No, that was exhausting. When people had like a whole group of people, I was like, come on, y'all, just go take a picture and print it. Come on now. So what what would you say, how fast have you painted a painting before? Well, that's probably, um, Kane is probably the four-hour paintings that I do. So if if it's one facing on that small canvas or it's smaller than that, because I do them smaller than that Mm -hmm. on panels and stuff like that. So I can take two hours sometimes and then four hours, uh, a quick turnaround time frame. Mm -hmm. It just really depends on the size of the canvas and if I'm feeling the picture. If I'm not really feeling it, I'll put it down and just come back later. How do you manage your time, like, to get a picture done in such quick mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying with a quick re- like turnaround how do you even ma- like I'm pretty sure you have a lot of inquiries so how do you turn them around so quick uh, I, I set a goal so I always put on the paper mm-hmm. um, minimum time frame turnaround time frame is five business days okay. so I put that on the form before you actually request Right. if you need it quicker than that I'm probably going to turn you down mm-hmm. or it just depends on what picture you supply me with mm-hmm. If it's a hard picture, I'm probably going to tell you now because I, I got to try to find a way to do this. And, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, I've gotten people pictures out in a couple hours if they really wanted it that fast. Because mm-hmm. you got to pay extra for it. Right. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. If I got to expedite this, look. And I'm going to tell you now. You gonna, I know you humble, but that ain't normal. But okay. All right. <laughs> that, that, and I'll be like, give me two months uh, to get in this. Like. You want an eight by eight? I need two months for eight, eight by eight. eight. I'm I need two months for that. I, need two. <laughs> I, I can get it done, but give me two months for an this eight, eight by eight. eight. 
Girl, give me a four by four. I give you like two weeks. Yeah, That's good. People who are nice and don't give me like a time frame. Well, at least give me a month. Mm-hmm. Say I need it within a month. I get theirs done faster than mm-hmm. people who rush me because I get nervous sometimes and I just don't. It's too much pressure. It's a lot of pressure trying to make it exactly the way or just feeling like somebody. I'd be so scared that somebody gonna be like, I don't like the stuff that she did. Oh, and so have that I ever mean, happened? It hasn't happened yet. Cause how can you not yeah. like it? <laughs> she dope. I'm okay, like, girl, ever happened at all? Not do, yet. Do you have something in writing that hey, if you don't like it, I don't even see how you can even make it to the point where your your picture is complete. Because again, you are communicating from the time the person inquires to the time you begin drawing. You be like, look, drew the earth. Is that dessert? Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm for the painting. Is this a left ear? All right. So I don't even know how you can even make well, it to the point where well. it's completed and you didn't like it. Because at <laughs> any given point, you could have said, hold on. You know, stop. Wait, I got it's another people. thought. There's people who do it. Sometimes I hear people who be like, can you take take that piece of line out of there? I'll be like, nah, it's done now. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's, it's more or less... If you don't know, mm-hmm. if you've never been an artist, or mm-hmm. if you don't paint, or you don't do anything, and if you saying you do it, you can't paint, but then do your own stuff. Hey. But if you don't paint, then you can't really tell me what colors to, because you got to look at my work. So mm-hmm. before you start asking me to do something for you, look at how I paint. So mm-hmm. you'll see, I put a hint of green in everything, or mm-hmm. I put a red in everything, especially mm-hmm. if you're dealing with black faces. You're going to yeah. put those tones in there so when people see That's the different signature. tones yeah and it's just it's all about the different styles of artwork so mm-hmm. i'm not just going to use a generic brown mm-hmm. and um i use i make my browns in my in my all different type of colors so it's you know see orange red blue purple green and so when people are seeing they going close up on the picture they be like can you take that green off water green or i get that same thing over and over. Really? Everybody says the same thing because I always put green around the lips because it gets to the shadow. And if you actually take a picture. She got green on? Mm-hmm. Look, I ain't never noticed none of that <laughs> shit. If you take a picture and blow it up, just mm-hmm. take your natural picture, blow it all the way up and go look at the colors. You're going to see, oh, she saw the green that I didn't see, that yeah. I didn't know was there. And so I put that in there. I just work from the phone and I just, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Move it from section to section, but yeah, I get people who tell me, "Go, can you go back and take that off?" And I say, "No." And the picture done now. You said you liked it, but you know, I'm not hey, gonna take uh, the green off and make it brown just because you think that's what's supposed to be there. But I mean, I get almost every customer who see green around that. Why? Why is it green? Now? Almost see, everyone. Does. I think I just been such a groupie. I ain't noticed nothing. I never knew <laughs> no color, extra colors all in the paint. I never knew it was nothing. I've just been like, wow. I remember when um you did the first painting and um you just updated me on the process. I was downloading every picture, going to work like, look, look, look where it's at, look, look. I swear to God, every day. And when it was all done, I was showing everybody like, look, I, I'm doing this. And you just do this and you know like how... And maybe you know the terminology, but you have something that you start drawing and then by... Page 10 is the complete picture, but you flick it. The flip book. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was doing with her pictures because Aww. that's what it looked like. Like you would just do this swipe and it was a flip book mm. to the completed picture. And I was just like, oh, shit, this yeah. is amazing. Everybody gets the same treatment. I do everybody oh, the God, same way. Special. I give them updates. 
I don't like people who <laughs> ask me for updates. I'm an like, update type person, so you don't have to ask for them. No, you don't. Some people do ask because I get some people who say so impatient. They be mm. like, okay, so where are you at now? This second of this day. Really? <laughs> right, Damn. Like, man, this not gonna come out right. But you know what? <laughs> I didn't need my my picture back for like another month. You did it in five days, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, uh, they're gonna have to hide this for a month. And I was like, forget it. I'm gonna just give it to him early um, for his birthday. But I was like, oh damn. I, th- I thought it would take like a month to complete. Literally, like <laughs> she got you together, quick. man. I was like, damn, you give me enough chance, you know, t- time for my check to, to deposit. Yeah, I always, I gotta pay the other half. I'll be taking people <laughs> be going through this whole struggle. I'll be like, oh yeah, I know. I always tell people when you order something from me, it's probably best to just say, okay, I'm gonna set all this money to the side because mm-hmm. she gonna have it done. Probably if I if I'm really feeling your picture, I'll have mm-hmm. it done in two days, man, because I don't want to stop. But if I'm like, all right, I'll take another day. I'll take another day. And I get people who be like, oh, I ain't know. I, I don't have my check on until the first. I'll be like, all right. We're just holding it to the first thing. That's right. And you that's it. But I'll be like, I'm not hurt. pressed about it. So <laughs> that's right. You don't get your patient when when I get my money. When they we get got the rest it. of my money. You'd be surprised. I mean, I didn't got gypped only by like business owners. Really? Uh-huh. So coming out there and they don't want to pay for the services that they get done on walls and stuff. I was gonna say that the only way you could do that is if it's something that requires you to be to complete it and it's theirs already. Mm-hmm. Cause it's other than that, there's really no other way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that is that's wrong. Messed up, really. All right, yeah. So sometimes no one can see what you see, right? Um, sometimes people may even tell you that you're crazy for the things you're thinking of. Okay, that doubt can prevent some people from ever starting or from ever stepping outside their comfort zone. Was it hard for you to step outside your comfort zone um, in adopting this entrepreneur mindset? When it comes to your art, now I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had an entrepreneur mindset, mm-hmm. um, but the 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 world is so cruel. Mm-hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, and not everybody, but it's just the way that people feel like certain people are tight entitled to things, and then mm-hmm. versus other people are just entitled to nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like this um, mindset that we're in that everybody can't win together. Mm-hmm. So that that's the things that have um, I struggle with on a daily basis. It's up to date. So mm-hmm. I be so timid when actually pushing things out there. Um, but at the same time I always tell myself if you don't push yourself out there then you don't even know. So you already failed mm-hmm. without even attempting. But yes when I first tried to actually start the business up um my son had got sick mm-hmm. and when he got sick i just like okay well maybe this not meant for me then. you know because i literally had everything in, in place and then boom two weeks later all right i, I did a shutdown wow. I, didn't, I didn't really do nothing i didn't take no custom orders or anything i was just like i ain't doing nothing for nobody i'm just doing everything for myself but i was still drawing every day mm. Um, and then I noticed that once they had let me go for him being sick because I couldn't be there all the time. Um, I definitely don't always protect your job, right? <laughs> I noticed that at that point it was just guys eye opening um, moment to say you always had this entrepreneurial mindset, mm-hmm. so stop wasting your time with mm-hmm. people who don't appreciate you because they're gonna replace you 
we Eat, all man in a snap of a finger mm -hmm. and that's how yeah, that's how i really just said i'm not doing no work for nobody else mm -hmm. i'm not signing no papers putting my social security id number oh, or yeah. nothing on this stuff no more because y'all don't even appreciate me being here mm -hmm. and i gotta look out for mine yeah instead of foundation and i said this even you know the puppetry of working for somebody i just didn't like it i didn't like people telling me what to do and things like this so it's like i'll just do this and, and then i mean it's it's work i mean i've been doing this for almost two years now without yeah. um any help from anything just just the artwork and like i don't turn down anybody i'll be like all right hey i'll fit you in all right we're gonna figure this out we're yeah gonna mm -hmm. do this because you know i'm a i'm the most affordable artist mm -hmm. they'll call me cheap but i feel like if you want your work everywhere before you die, you gotta make it affordable. Yeah. Because our community, unfortunately, we so focus on uh, materialistic things mm -hmm. versus things that can last a long time. So I just make sure that I will. You can you can get this for this dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, come on, man, this gonna last a long time. And then when them shoes fade, they looking at their wall like. Man, that picture that fashion, though, though, it's worth my money. It's worth my yes. time. And then somewhere on there, my name is in a lot of households. Right. In so the I'm like, yeah. it, it's paying off for me, mm -hmm. even if you feel like I'm not uh, giving the prices that I want to give. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm sitting back looking like, how many houses you in? Man. Because you're not in as many houses I'm in. So yeah. it is what it is. You can say whatever you want to about me, but... And I don't think your prices are like, I think your prices are definitely reasonable, number one. And then two, I don't look at it as like, oh, she cheap. I look at it as for this, it's going to cost you some hundreds. For this, it's going to cost you maybe one. But it makes sense. Like, yeah, if you wanted to charge more, you could charge more. But what you charge now, I don't, I don't see. And maybe I'm speaking from um, an ignorant standpoint of not knowing what it takes. But I don't see like cheap you know what i'm saying i don't look at your work as cheap i don't no, see nothing i not look at like all right let me make sure i got her money because she gonna go fast and i needed to put my deposit down for her to store and i need to be ready to send her to her other half uh when she done that's that's it you know and that if if it was cheap then my whole house would be filled with paintings from you i gotta <laughs> save up right <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like it's an investment to me but it's yeah a, it's like a long-term investment. Yeah. So I, I don't see it as that way. But mm -hmm. yeah, when I got, when I went, I just jumped off the cliff. Mm. But it was like I was kind of pushed at the same time. So the Lord said, Bye. "Yep, you got to go. If you mm -hmm. want to do this, you got to do it. And then look at you today. Yourself. And, and so, it, I mean, it all worked out for the best. I, I feel like every circumstance anybody go through, even if you feel like it's a hardship at the moment, mm -hmm. it's always an opportunity for a lesson. Yes, so thanks. you just got to figure out what you're supposed to learn within that lesson mm -hmm. and then just run with it. And yeah. that's, that's what I did. Just Girl, I remember one time this job had me training my replacement. I didn't even know she was my replacement. But they already then made their mind up that they were going to replace me, hired the person, and needed somebody to train her on my job. And they used me for probably like a week. And then they gave me, you know, the boot. And what was even crazy about that was one of my coworkers kind of like gave me a heads up. Like, hey, they was talking about you and they were saying X, Y, and Z. So I was like, damn, really? I was like, let me go talk to the manager and see what's up and make sure everything's cool. And I did that. 
And the manager's like, oh, girl, we love you. You're good. You're cool. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. Don't oh, worry. Wow. I don't know where that came from. And girl, about one week later, I was sitting there setting Susie up with a telephone, showing her how to create pivot tables and all that good stuff. I'm like, yeah, and this is what we do. And I'm still trying to figure out, like, so, okay, I'm training her on this. Who, who is she fair to work for? Like, who is she, who is she supporting? She took over what I was doing, but they already had it made out. So you definitely can't put like all this passion, dedication into somebody else's vision when you have this ability to do it for your own. Or you can't be so stuck and and de- depending on what you know your right. money gonna come from. You know what your support gonna come from when it's dependent on somebody else. Yep. You got the ability to get out here and get it. Get out here and get it. You know, so get it good. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question. What does your environment look like when you paint? Is it something loud? Like you be turning on some <laughs> trap music, or do you be like, everybody shut up, let me seclude myself and you know, be by myself and paint? Is it quiet? What does your environment look like? <laughs> everyday environment. I get this question all the time and I be I be like, Man, y'all be really can we do something different? <laughs> no. I cut on the TV. I'm looking at Judge Matthews. Really? I'm looking. I'm looking at something. Maybe edu- I like educational things. So yeah. I like to be aware of my surroundings. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the news, but I watch things. I feel like, all right, I can learn from that. Okay, yeah. Here we go. And if I feel like listening to music, it's more more or less old school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, like if I go out, y'all definitely gonna see me looking on air. Oh, y'all dancing to this. Yeah. Oh, how y'all doing this? <laughs> but okay. Because uh, I'm an old school. Old school all the way from, you know, Nina Simone all the way up to, I'll probably stop at J. Cole. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not a person who be lit or anything. Sometimes mm-hmm. I might paint in silence or I just, I'll watch a series or something. I, I envision you painting to trap music. That's what you are yeah, to. With like, <laughs> just... Like smoking something uh-huh. and just be looking at it from the side and just be like, <laughs> and then trap music going, you just vibe it. That's why I envision. So I was like, you know That's what? That's what you want to do. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm going to do it. One day I'm going to go live and do some figure painting. But um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely one of those um, things that you kind of like think about as an entrepreneur. Like, how is they, what type of environment are they being creative in? You know, for me, I know I like to be alone. I go on it. I actually get my ideas just like falling out of the sky. So there's really no set location or anything like that. But I get more ideas and become more creative when I'm alone because it's it's like you kind of get to shut your mind off to worrying about this person and that person, kids and work and like you're alone. It's all all these ideas and yeah, you know, yeah, it just come it comes to you. So I be in the core. I would, I'll go for, I'll go work out, whatever, and be working out, be listening to my music. I'm like, oh my God, you know, it'd be dope if I do this or if I do that. So definitely be thinking, y'all artists kind of like set the mold and paint. Yeah. Some people do. Some people do exactly what you just said. Yeah. Um, No, I don't. I'm never under influence when I'm doing any work. Okay. Um, That's just. I always tell people when I they um I do the private parties. Mm-hmm. I, they be like, you can have a drink too. I'm like, no, thank you. Um, I got my water and my Red Bull, and I'm I'm good. And mm-hmm. they be like, oh, you want to smoke? I'm like, no, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I say I have to. Uh, 
I always keep myself at a at a corporate stand mm-hmm. point. Like it's always good customer service mm-hmm. to make sure you're not under the influence when you're trying to um, instruct anybody mm-hmm. or to give um, good work. So you just want to yep. keep yourself. I understand why businesses say we don't want people who are this. Okay, I feel like okay, if you gonna smoke. Just don't smoke on my clock. Yeah, be, yeah. be sober on my clock, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. So I keep myself um, with my own rules mm-hmm. for myself, so that I won't give people anything less than what they're expecting from right. me. So that's how I felt at the uh, workshops. Like I really wanted to just drink something because I have my own nervousness about doing certain things. Like I had to kind of like psych my mind, you know, not psych, but like encourage myself to do stuff. In so many words, you know, just that brush of just anxiety hits you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if I was drinking, I wouldn't care. But in my last pain, pain. right, my last workshop, and again, as I mentioned on the previous episode, this was the first shop I just did by myself. Uh-huh. So usually I can just be chill, do my part, and then pass the, the baton to somebody else. But I had to do the whole thing by myself. And I was like, man, I got to be able to talk and let these people know I know what I'm talking about. Hey. And give me one drink, you're gonna be like, Oh my god, why did I cut her? I like waste my time. She can't pronounce nothing, she can't even walk straight her damn self. Like, <laughs> she fell, <laughs> she didn't fail, she didn't trip. Talking about twirl and fail. Like, so I, um, I told myself, like, You know what? When I'm coaching, when I'm doing my sessions and my workshop, don't drink, just. You know, she eat eat, a bun- eat all the cupcakes when it's over, but don't yeah. don't drink. Like so. I'm at work. Yeah, I'm, I'm at tired. work. And even us doing the podcast, like we've been this the first time. I ain't gonna lie, we usually give people a bunch of liquor. We be having <laughs> girl, we be out here with wine and Hennessy, <laughs> flushing it down everybody's throats. Drink this, drink this. But <laughs> <laughs> right, but we've been uh, um, we just been chilling because we changed the time that we doing it. So we usually do the podcast at night, but. We changed it to more day. We've been actually talking since uh, nine o'clock this morning. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like well, we can't be drinking at nine o'clock in the morning anyway. So, all right. So, um, if you do what everyone else has done, right, you will have what everyone else has. Yes. Okay. I was like, damn, let's talk. All right. How do you stay creative with your signature style of sketching and painting without like? Mimicking she said it. the colors. So yeah, everybody has to um gain their own rhythm. Mm-hmm. So it might take you a long time, but I remember when Jamie Foxx was like, um, they kept on telling him that he sounded like somebody else, so he didn't have his own voice. Um, so he could like really mimic everybody around him. So even when he sang, they felt like, uh, we heard this before. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until he learned himself and learned, okay, what do I feel happy with? that he ran with it. And mm-hmm. then so he got his own voice. Um, and I had to do that. It took it took some time. Um, I'll probably say maybe early last year, I started noticing, okay, this is what I do and this is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So I stopped following the color scheme of what's actually on the picture. Mm-hmm. So like if you go backwards from a picture, you just automatically see a brown skin mm-hmm. or you might see a different type of skin color. But if you go forwards to it and magnify it, I say, I see colors everywhere all the time. So mm-hmm. why not just incorporate every single color? And the further you get back from it, you're going to see the same image, mm-hmm. but it's just all different colors. So I just started using every color that I wanted to see 
up in the picture. So I just started seeing all colors. And now I go around, I just be looking at people's faces like, okay, that's the Naples yellow right there. That's really? The orange right there. <laughs> yeah, I just be sitting there. People think I'm like staring at them as some uh, creepy stuff. And I be really like, no, I can really do good on the skin tone. It's just a, a mindset thing. But yeah. I do. I even do it with my kids. I just be looking at Wait. their faces like, oh, I can do What this. color is, is my skin? What color would you paint me? Would you already paint me? But what? No, no, no. I got a tan. <laughs> What color is this? Even if you see up above your eyes, if you look, if she look, you can see blue up there. Mm -hmm. Um, you can see a lot of you don't know the color schemes that I I be working with. Right. You see my you extra see a lot of um sienna <laughs> up in your forehead, but you gotta look up the colors. Oh sienna. Uh-huh. It's all, it's, it's it's all different fancy. colors. People don't even know it's just, it's a variety mm -hmm. of colors within mm -hmm. their skin tones. What about you? Riri, what color do you see? See y'all, and y'all really reflecting off the same light, so that's why you can still. If you look above same. her eye, you can still see, see the, the blue. blue right there, just right mm -hmm. below her eye. Uh, eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is dope. That is so dope. Okay, so, um, what's your favorite style of drawing or painting, and why? So my main medium is is pe uh, pencil. Uh, people think it's not, but you have to know how to draw in order to paint. So mm -hmm. it always starts with a base. So I really like using a pencil. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to do anything with a pencil in a while outside of sketches for um, whatever somebody is wanting to replicate. Mm -hmm. But I enjoy the pencil and it's fast, um, convenient. Mm -hmm. I can take it wherever. I don't have to worry about people being in my business. Just carry it in my bag mm -hmm. and keep on moving. Second medium would definitely be paint. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't even notice that I was uh, a painter for so long until I said, oh, yeah, you did start off with paint. <laughs> it was so a Tweety Bird. I used right. to be irritated when people always ask for these paints. I'm like, yeah, I don't want nothing else. Um, but then I was like, oh, well, you've been painting for a long time, and mm -hmm. I just didn't realize it. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe one of your things, because your interest sparked when you did paint, but then when you started drawing, you just got um, extremely excited. Um, but I always put color to everything that I did. So even if I was sketching, I would go back, either use some color pencils, mm -hmm. markers, or uh, oil pastels, work with everything. And I just go back and still color it in. So I'm like, you're still a color person. So mm -hmm. this is this is you. This These are your two things that you like to work with. But I'll work with anything. That's so dope, man. That's so dope. Multi-talented. Man, <laughs> I remember, and tell me if I was wrong, okay? When I was um, drawing with my daughter, I gave her like the color pencil, but I used a um, a sharpie, <laughs> so my drawing came out better. Like my lines were straightened, yeah. and she's just like, she actually said it, like, "Mom, I'm jealous of your drawing." She did. I do know how to draw a little bit. Like I'm not one of those type of people you say draw this and you be like, oh, "What the hell." I, I have something there, okay. but I don't have it to where I'd be like, I hear it. I'm selling it. This so is awesome. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, if I draw, you're going to know what it is. Okay. <laughs> but, and I'm like, you, if I see it, I can do it. And I used to Sharpie. And I knew I was like, kind of cheating. <laughs> I felt like I was cheating with the Sharpie. Nice. And from there, she was like, she, she thought the same thing. So she got the Sharpie when we was getting ready to draw the next picture. And she's like, here, you use the pencil. <laughs> and I'm going to use the Sharpie, you know. And I was just like, Nah, I'm gonna go buy a pack of Sharpies and we both gonna use some Sharpies because it just seemed like it made your lines easier to draw 
your lines. And is that true? Well, like versus, I mean, I know you I don't use a shirt. I cheat all the time. So um, <laughs> when I'm doing those painting sessions, people yeah. don't know the picture that I painted first. Mm -hmm. I didn't use extra materials. Mm -hmm. uh, so like that painting that you have on the wall where it's just a, a paint tip type of painting. Mm -hmm. She went back with just the, um, went back with the black paintbrush. And right. Paint. When I would have used a Sharpie, a Sharpie paint pen. Okay. And so my lines would have turned out extremely perfect. Yeah. Um, versus when I tell them in public, I'll be like, okay, now use your small paintbrush to yeah. come back over it with um, black to yeah. bring your lines out. Me, I done cheated already. <laughs> using a paint pen because it's going to go faster and yeah. it's going to look better. But yeah, we, we cheat all the time. <laughs> hey, she just making sure. All right. So what has been your favorite painting so far? Okay, I mean, I'm gonna say hands down. You could take I me did. out of it, and <laughs> so we don't cheat for the I'll podcast. You, I, every custom paint I did of an individual mm -hmm. has not been my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not nothing against any anybody. It's mm -hmm. just it's not work that I wanted to do. It's work that I was uh, requested to do. Got it. So I had to, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, right. I have no problems with it, but. When I get to do what I want to do, I feel so. I don't even paint myself, y'all. I've never painted myself. Really? Mm -hmm. Paint yourself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I'll be trying to tell people, like, I do the custom work because that's what people want. Right. And everybody not going to do it. They're going to bust your head for it. Yeah. They're going to take a year to do me. it. Two months. Pay me, I'd get it done. Right. In a year. They don't, it's not, it's not, <laughs> everybody don't do the custom Might work. Well, not then I don't yeah. want the picture no Might more. Might as well go to Crystal. Man, you know, <laughs> get your shit done in a year. Come yeah. to me, I'll do it. Yeah. Nah. So yeah. that's the only reason. But my favorite painting of all time, I would say, is the uh, Al Pacino that I did. Okay. Yeah. It was like, I did it so quick. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man. That was, it was like, it was so perfect. Yeah. Um. It, it was one of my paintings that I just didn't even realize that I had did so well mm -hmm. on it. And so I was just kind of like in love with it, but I knew I had to sell it. Oh, um, man. Because I'm not a person that holds anything. Mm -hmm. I always push it right out the door. Except your Malcolm X one. Um, yeah, the Malcolm X, X. it's three three things I won't sell in my house. Okay. Everything else is um, sellable, but it's only three things that I won't sell. But no, I was like, hey, you want to die and you got a stack of paintings in here and they just going to take them and throw them in the trash? Or you want to die and somebody cherishing that painting on their wall and mm -hmm. passing it down from generation to generation. So I'll sell them. So what you have Malcolm X. What are the other two paintings? Um, it's a Tupac and Biggie. Okay. And that's sitting on my wall. Probably like uh, like how y'all got that. Probably that size mm -hmm. right there. Okay. Um, and then there's an Ice Cube drawing mm -hmm. on my wall too. The, so, you recently did the Ice Cube one, right? Oh, it was a while ago. Okay. Know, all of those are old. They're real old. Over four or five years old. Man, they're so dope. And I just, I can't part ways with them. <laughs> they, those are mine. These are like, my babies. Yeah, like they're, they're like four of my favorite um, people mm -hmm. of all time. So um, I just like seeing them when I walk in. Like it's kind of like motivation. Mm -hmm. And there's other stuff that's on my wall. Like, so I, I you know. I'm, I'm a huge Marvin Gaye fan. You know, mm -hmm. if he was still alive, I probably would have married him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm a huge um, Nina Simone fan. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so then, beautiful. Yeah, I love the heck out of uh, Erica Badu. So you'll probably oh, see her man. on my wall. Like, Eclectic. Mm -hmm. So do your wall look like this? Like all these paintings? 
by you on a lined up. Cause this look good like this. Like I'm like, I have to change my shit out. I can get some more paint. No, it don't look like this. So nope. uh, I, I'm not a person who put too many pictures up. I might put like one or two up in there. But like in my studio area, you'll see a whole bunch of clusters of it, just so people can see. Okay, what is? But they they rotate out. So mm. as soon as they sell, they gone. And you know, some places on the wall might be empty, mm-hmm. but. I'd rather them be empty than filled than up. be filled up all exactly. that. Like, y'all don't sell y'all work. Y'all just got all that stuff sitting in the house. You can redo it. You can always make it again. All right. So this is the last question I have for you. Um, who are your top three artists you're inspired by mm-hmm. and why? And if you uh, ain't got three people, however many, whatever the number is, name it in the person or people. Okay. So... I'm, I'm mainly inspired, inspired by music artists, if I say anything. Mm. Not actual physical, um, visual artists. Mm. That's dope. Um, but just thinking about the way that they um, work, maneuver things, and go mm-hmm. through obstacles and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the motivation that they push me, even if I'm, because we are some type of form of art. Right. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I always it. keep it in one little category, like, okay, you're an artist, I'm an artist too. Right. And so my my number one, I can't change it. It's always going to be J. Cole. Okay. If people know me, they know Cold me. world. Yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> that's that's all me. Um, but just <laughs> sitting there listening to his lyrics over and over again and every song, every album that he mm-hmm. come out with, he's talking about the people that, you know, don't have respect for him, mm-hmm. but the fact that his work is greater than other people mm-hmm. and uh, how he might be, you know, shunned on, but, you know, not put in the spotlight, but he's not too worried about it because mm-hmm. he know he know what he hold, what he mm-hmm. possess, and at the same time, he ain't looking for no handouts or no rewards or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's me. And then he humble. And then he, he tell you how you should be going about life. And mm-hmm. you've seen from um, his first album to this album now, you can see his whole demeanor has changed. Yeah, like, yeah. He wasn't one of those people. I'm just, you know, knocking down females here and there. You know, mm-hmm. they, they started him out on it. Mm-hmm. But now he's just educating people over and over Slowed again. Slowed up. Yes. Yeah, it's a whole different. Now people want to have respect for him. I'm like, oh, now y'all want to say, oh, J. Cole had six albums that but he, number one. He's and I'm just like, where was all y'all at? All these years ago, when he was he been doing it, he right. like he's always he always been on top. Just because he wasn't getting the you know awards like the other people were mm-hmm. for they generic stuff that hit one or two mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. you know, I y'all not real Cole fans, right? Please, tell me. <laughs> and so. it's, it's, it's what it is with Cole is he a hundred, and a lot of people don't like a hundred, mm-hmm. and it's like they don't like to listen to what's real, and he he be on some motivational real type of spit that's gonna make you think yeah so that's what they be about i say y'all y'all can follow me stallion and quite be as long as they can but as soon as all that fakeness run out and they ain't got nothing else to do yeah i mean you can only sing about your stuff so many times that stuff is so played out before it's played out and then Mm -hmm. nobody's looking at you but uh this all because you gonna stay in one bracket yeah, because once you age out like the strippers do, twenty five, mm-hmm. they don't want you saying that stuff no more. And they don't, or they really don't care. And then when you try to do talk more from like a conscious standpoint, ain't nobody gonna listen. They're looking at you like, girl, I'm gonna shake some. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's all they gonna do for you. So shake like, some if you want some attention. It's it's not. It's it, y'all or just one hit of quitters. And mm-hmm. even if you had a couple albums that went up there and went going, you got a few awards, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
It's really, trending. It's right. popular. Yeah. Did it last though? Because yeah. you know, wait. Is wait, it depth? What's her name? Does it have depth? Trina to it? can tell you I'm still the baddest girl. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Stop. She would tell yeah. you, oh no, yeah, she would enforce that and she would yeah. try to make you seem like, oh, I run Miami and I do this, but girl, yeah. you you not running nothing. You yeah. don't have nothing new and you mm -hmm. featuring in these videos and like you look like you just uh, like you just still trying to hold on to something, but it's mm -hmm. nothing there. You don't have it's no progression. And that's because yeah. of how she started off. Like she wasn't able to go a little farther. She wasn't able to change her brand because of what she started her brand off as. Right. So when we was like, I think I was in middle school when you know Nan came out. You know, now I'm in my thirties, and it's just like you saying, it's the exact same. Like, it's the exact same thing. So yeah. <laughs> So with the J. Cole, did you watch his documentary, the new uh, one? I did. I mean, everything. Anything what, J. Cole, I'm good on. What do you think about the debate where people compare him to, like, Drake? And I know him and Drake are not in the same... Not even the same brand. brand. Yeah, but the popularity Drake, someone like Drake has over J. Cole. And, and it's, I feel like it's sad. Drake is very consistent. Mm -hmm. And I give him his props for that. But he's not a person that I feel like can be real in his song. He's still mm -hmm. doing that Wayne stuff, singing about the same mm -hmm. old stuff. What you got? What you got going? How many women you didn't like, smash? Yeah, he going like that. to me. He going down. At first, he used to be humble, mm -hmm. but sit down on the stage with you and tell you, "I'm just like you. Mm -hmm. You can be me." But mm -hmm. now it's like, "I'm better than you." Uh, to bury my money with me when I die, stuff like that. It's like, okay, now you have completely changed. Mm -hmm. You're not the same. Talking about, you know, hitting strippers and getting up for you. It's like, you, to me, you is no growth, no progression. Mm -hmm. And so that's you're what you're saying. That's why you are inspired by J. Cole, Cole. because well, not yeah. only does he make Honey. sense and he's educational, but you were able to witness this growth in him growth. as an yeah. artist. Period. Yeah. Growth, period. You know, keep his. You know, life out the um, headlights, you marry, mm -hmm. children, you know, you, you instilling things into them. Right. You're, showing, mm -hmm. you're trying, you're out there doing activism. What mm -hmm. activism do Drake do? I don't know. He's not trying to help the book. community. And we need as much help as we can. You'll mm -hmm. see Cole get out there in the crowd mm -hmm. and be out there with him. So it, it's like, to me, no, y'all definitely not the same. Right. No. So speaking of growth, where do you see your business as an artist in like five years man all we can do is pray because yeah. i'm be honest with y'all uh it seems like the more you f you growing mm -hmm. people get envious of it. oh yeah. for sure um, there's no reason why they should be envious of it mm -hmm. but to say all right if she come on the way she is mm -hmm. she'll probably pull me on too mm -hmm. she'll be a good person to you know um, be mentored under and mm -hmm. we can have actually better things because she's a she's a good mental stable person mm -hmm. who would actually want to do more for the community mm -hmm. but instead i mean i get people so what size is that because they'll be looking at my price and she at the same time uh, so she they be counting how much money I'm, I'm they thinking i'm pulling in and stuff like that so instead of buying a picture and so it's stuff like that i just be like hey man Y'all gotta just respect the fact that I'm out here trying. That's I'm right. trying and I'm trying to do something different with myself. I I pray that in five years that I can say that I'm on my way with my 
with an actual studio that's mm-hmm. not in my home mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where I can actually have all the setups and people coming in, walking in and, you know, picking up this, a gallery, mm-hmm. um, all those type of things that we are not allowed. Um, black, speak it into existence. Yeah, black, yeah I, I speak it every day. But, yes. you know, black females in this um, economy world, mm-hmm. we are all African-American. I'm not going to say um, black per right. se, right. but just African-American females in the economy that we in the world we live in the u.s mm-hmm. we are the least respected people on this face of this earth on the face of the and so, um, earth i said even yep. even our african african american males they are you know they probably like two notches up from us but mm-hmm. they still disrespect us too and don't yep. feel like they want us to have anything either like we should just not want for anything and so um for me the fight is 10 times harder it's very hard than, yep. um somebody else was like oh i i got my art gallery well how did you do that and you know, I'm yeah. thinking like, okay, you don't want to give me some insight or anything. The moment you put you a female on an application mm-hmm. in African American, your stuff go into a different path. Man, listen, I always share that, especially us dealing with corporate America too. Like, it's so much that we face, right? Because we go to work and mm-hmm. you got to deal with corporate America being at the bottom of the food chain mm-hmm. in corporate America. It don't matter what other race it is. Like, you. The fact that you black, you at the bottom, and then the fact that you're a woman, you at yeah. the very bottom. Because any other race that's a female is going to be above you, even if they're at mm-hmm. the bottom, right? And mm-hmm. you get treated like that when you go to work, and then you at home, you know, you with the black man, and you don't tell them how disrespectful or whatever he is. Yeah. You know, you go to a gas station, you don't tell them how disrespectful they are. All these encounterments of just disrespect on a day-to-day basis, that shit just really does something to you. Mm-hmm. And it turns you into, you know, a different type of woman, a different type of black woman. So yeah. I really can um, attest to that. And I've always said, like, black women just feel like we're at the bottom of the food chain. You know, and but we, we just up we are, but look how hard you gotta fight to get, to, to get there. By the time you get there, like you saying, like you know what? In five years, I can only pray that this is the outcome. But I know that looking at today, the obstacles that are against me because I'm a black woman, and you're not trying because trying is feeling with honor. You're doing, doing everything that you're doing. Like you can only just pray that this get you to where you're going to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of the obstacles of just being a black woman. And this shit don't come easy. Even with hard work. We oh, be working hard all our damn lives. Yeah, I, I tell people every day I'm doing something that pertains to my business. Yeah. No days off. And it, I mean, even people asking questions at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Dang, I don't think I should just sleep through. Yeah. It's like, um, but I always keep it in the mentality of, okay, you just got to be able to offer this service. And you got to be able to be on it so that your consistency will pay off. Mm. But, you know, I, I can I can pray all day and want this and want mm-hmm. that. But, you know, I, I do have kids. Yeah. Um, and I do have a lot of things going on. So many mm-hmm. people in the past mm-hmm. recently, and I had to take her at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, today is my, my biological father's birthday. Okay. And um, he just passed. And so it's oh. like, I, I it's no matter what you do. Ricky mm-hmm. Smiley said, uh, if even if a person died today mm-hmm. and you got work today, mm-hmm. you need to go to work because mm-hmm. you're still living. You're yep. still living, and you got to make the money. So it's nothing. It's nothing that I'm gonna do. Anybody any hurdles in my way, I'm still gonna climb them and make sure I handle business first. Right. Because I gotta make sure my stuff sit, my stuff go, so that I can have a good foundation for these kids that look, you know, look up to me. Yeah. So as long as, even if 
and I'm not trying to speak bad things in existence for myself, mm-hmm. but even if what I dream of mm-hmm. does not make it while mm-hmm. I'm alive, as long as my kids can carry a torch and do something uh, memorable or set a foundation or have something going for themselves, mm-hmm. then I did my job. I actually showed them how to make it work and they ran with it. So mm-hmm. then I it, I still feel like some type of success within it, of even course. if it wasn't mine. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it, that's the overall goal. The overall goal is to make sure my kids are not working for anybody. Mm-hmm. They're entrepreneurs. Um, even mm-hmm. if they take my business and fly with it, go, go from there. Um, but that's the overall goal. But if I can get everything that I want done to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that'll be a plus. That's yeah, definitely just, that's a, plus. Just a plus. So that's I a mean. dope goal to have. <laughs> do your so let me ask you uh, before we end this episode: Do your kids know how to draw? All of them know how to draw. They they think it's boring though. So um, we not on the same page, and it just it's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, um, I yeah, want yeah. them to do what makes them happy. Of course, I I be I, I I think I would write to the core if. My kids were unhappy with life. Just doing it just because. going yeah. day by day just to get a chick. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you be living in your car, being the best bum that you could ever be because mm-hmm. you are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Because then I'm going to be happy one day. Go yeah. for it. Um, just don't ask me for anything. So <laughs> I would rather them be fully happy with life itself yeah. than for them to actually try to take on my, my burden. And be miserable with it. Yeah. You don't have to be who I am or yeah. anything like that. Now I did wanna uh I did wanna shout out this before you meet me. Go ahead, so girl. Did, um, Definitely let us know what you got going on. <laughs> so yes, okay, so <clears throat> I do have uh, an art festival coming up. It's mm-hmm. an outdoor art festival. I know we are kinda um approaching this like heat wave. <laughs> I you know, I was praying for no rain, but now it's like we're facing a heat wave heat wave. But Man. you know, the show must go on. We'll mm-hmm. you know just Try to accommodate as we go, but it's a um, it's called the Urban Arts Expo. Mm-hmm. So I'm being Stuart Outdoor um, Festival, and um, gonna bring live performances, mm-hmm. uh, bring out all different type of artists. We're gonna be able to sell their artwork. So you know, I like to share my platform anytime I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're gonna have um, different type of vendors there as well, mm-hmm. um, who will sell whatever. And then um, of course, food, drinks. Um, non-alcoholic and alcoholic um provided as well and uh i mean we're gonna have a whole bunch of set up out there it's gonna be a nice little festival um this is my first time doing like a festival and i tried to combine wow. all the uh art people together um mm-hmm. in st louis i mean anybody who's still wanting to jump in you can definitely jump in i'm gonna hey. sign up it's awesome yeah i'm like you gonna you come me. <laughs> yeah you gonna come by, <laughs> by some artwork you gonna lie yeah we'll draw i'm draw. Go for it. I mean, I don't turn anybody down. I, I'm a type of person like I fund everything uh-huh. just to make sure that the community is being brought together. You know, I have a, a few community outreach people out there as well, mm-hmm. um, just for educational purposes. That's that's my number one thing: educational purposes. Um, but um, it's just it's I just want to have like a art block party mm-hmm. per se, but everybody gets to join me, and so it's no so age range. Um, kids are extremely welcome mm-hmm. um my daughter even got a booth so she's gonna be trying to uh yeah. she's gonna be selling her uh, stuff that she has so that's um, gonna be so dope yeah anybody's welcome I'm, i mean we still got vendor and artist slots available if you want to join in um or just come so it's gonna be on june 26th okay from 2 to 6 p.m um mm-hmm. you can get the walk through it's, it's absolutely free to the public 
So um, not wanting anybody to pay anything just to come out and have a good time. Um, definitely check out the flyer. You can look it up on Facebook. It's going to be under Urban Arts Expo. Um, I am known um, as your neighborhood artist, so you can like me on Facebook as your, your neighborhood artist. Um, you can find all the links to everything under that page. Or if you like Instagram, Instagram is art by Dion. Just check out my name at the top to see how to spell it. <laughs> but yeah, we got different events coming up. It's going to be rolling out, rolling out. Uh, I'll probably do a couple more interviews, mm -hmm. possibly. <laughs> it's dope. Um, I'm, I'm there. June 26. June 26. So if y'all can come out, come out, have fun with us. Okay. I know it's a lot of stuff going on in the city, but you know, just stop by, roll by, see somebody you might like, or you know, meet new people. Whatever you want to do. All that good stuff. Every coming out. June 26. It's, it's a Saturday. <laughs> it's right there. Look, I know it's look, Saturday. Like, look, I'm it's trying right to make sure I have no vendor event. You know, I've been. Yeah, you be on them vendors right. events. I'm there, girl. I'm I'm always in. in it almost sounds like a Taste of St. Louis type of style. Yeah, it's yeah. Where you bring you know, everybody I'm not trying to nobody's um, ideas. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, I know the Taste of St. Louis is dope, but I'm trying to just start something different. Yeah, it's yeah, because course. I mean we get we get festivals here sometimes, but yeah. They don't be mainly focused on every form of art. Right. Me, I'm like, no, let's not only focus on visual artists. It's all different type of forms of art, dance, music, mm -hmm. all different type of entertainment, poets. It's all different type of forms of art. So I just want to bring, I always try to bring all of us together somehow using everybody's like talent. Yeah. And then the vendors as well, because y'all, the vendors are actually providing some type of service and they want yeah. to get themselves out there. They mm -hmm. want people to see them. Yep. I mean, y'all offering better stuff than the stores. My Nike, my Nike stuff be peeling off. And <laughs> so I'm like, what's the difference? I'm going to pay $60 on a pair of pants. And, yep. and as soon as I watch them, the Nike sign pulling off. Yep. But y'all don't want to shop with, you know, these these people out here who are offering stuff for, yeah, you know, less custom. price and they stuff quality way better. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. You just got to make it make a lot of customers, yeah, fashion brands out here. That's all yeah. I do. Respect the whole hustle. So, yeah, I got everybody. Everybody who wants to be a part of it is mm -hmm. more than welcome. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds so dope. <laughs> might be a vendor. Right. She might be a vendor. I ain't going to be a because I can't do the heat. If it's hot, right, I ain't going to lie. I know my tolerance. But I will come and support it. Definitely. Yeah, I come and be bougie and be fanning myself looking at people for it and checking their prices. And I'm going to buy what I'm going to buy. And then I'm going to get in the car, turn it around, and go home and be happy. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> but if I'm out there, people going to complain. They're going to be like, oh, my God. Ugh, why do you even hear it, girl? You shouldn't even came if you was. I, I know bad. what the heat does to my soul. I can't do I'm it. I can't do it. I got to be there. <laughs> but I'm definitely there, for sure. So, June the 26th. What is it? Arts. Urban, urban or urban, 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 Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And to our listeners, remember you have to be willing to do what no one else is to create your masterpiece in business. Masterpiece. Yay. Thank you guys again for listening to the High Heels and Tea Podcast. Bye-bye.
Okay, so what did you think about today's episode? We want to know. Leave us a comment on our Instagram or your podcast app about the highlights you love most from today's topic, and we will be sure to respond to them. Thank you again for listening to the High Heels and Tea Podcast.